Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And today, we are going to learn about some adult survival skills from DBRT and our very special guests as we take a deep dive down the magic hat and talk about the Croft Brothers classic lidsville and you can join us in the chat room and be a part of the show and we're going to do that right after this from the murdering crows it's like coca-cola levi's Friends and foes, we are back, and I am super excited about this morning's show. By the way, I am John Pica, the prophet of pop culture. You can call me Johnny, and Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today, and that's really what this show is about. We are a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. Adulting is hard, and when I was a kid... Saturday mornings meant bowls of cereal, sitting down in front of the TV, watching cartoons, reading comic books, watching kung fu movies or kaiju Godzilla movies. And then at around noon, mom would kick us out of the house, say, get out. And uh, we'd go down to the, uh, the park, the pool, the mall, and we would stay out until dark, until the lights came on. And it was a glorious time. But because when I was a kid, we didn't have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday morning or any morning, in between cartoons, comic books, and kaiju, we were reading the back of the cereal box. And that was our world. That was our our portal to pop culture. And by the way, this morning, I am finishing up the last of the Cinnamon Roll Magic Spoon cereal. I love this. This is the high-protein, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, wheat-free, naturally flavored, totally delicious, childlike cereal for grown-ups. And the back of this cereal box has one of the most intricate mazes I think I've ever seen in a long time. Love this. And I can't wait to uh, dig in in just a moment. But first, we are going to go in reverse order and introduce you to our co-hosts, she is the Peppermint Princess, the social media socialite, your emotional support Canadian. She is a fan of comic books, superheroes, X-Men in particular. She is the one, the only Willow Skyler. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Willow? Oh, fantastic. Uh, went to watch uh, drag ice skating last night. You're you're cracking me up. You're cracking (laughs) me up. So what is in your bowl this morning? Uh, Well, following you with the the cinnamon 
uh, theme. Um, I'm finishing up my uh, cinnamon rice krispies, and uh, because there wasn't a whole lot in the Ooh. box, I decided to uh, put uh, the apple cinnamon Cheerios with it. Ooh, I love that. Listen, that cinnamon sugar rice krispies is unbelievable so good. good. Unbelievable good. Excellent, excellent. Well, we have a very special guest joining us this morning. She is in the studio with Dee Barty, and I'm going to let Dee introduce her, but uh, joining us from her secret bunker, she is actress, model, photographer, extraordinaire. She is the original geek girl, a fan of, of Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, um, Wizard of Oz, and Friends. She is the one, the only incomparable Debarty. And Debarty introduced us to your friend. This is Cheryl Morgan. She's the best. <laughs> and Cheryl Morgan is wearing a onesie this morning. She's doing the Scooby-Doo thing. I love that. <laughs> so Cheryl um, or Dee, either one of you, tell our audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and you're 10 years old, Cheryl. It's Saturday morning. Okay. What's in your bowl Saturday morning, and what are you watching on TV at 10 years? Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Love my Fruity Pebbles. Um, 10 years old, I was probably practicing piano before I get to watch cartoons because my mom made me do that and I'm still mad at her because of that. <laughs> um but I would I would eat my fruity pebbles and wait for the milk to turn that certain color, you know, and um then enjoy that and try to be nice to my brother, I guess, because he was <laughs> mean to me. So that's it. <laughs> Bad memories, but thanks for bringing that up, Johnny. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Way to go, John. Jeez. So something's never changed, though, because you've got Fruity Pebbles again this morning. Yeah. Now, you guys watching, you guys listening, people in the audience, something revolutionary is about to happen. I think we have figured out how to get Debarty to eat cereal on <laughs> Saturday morning. And Cheryl is here to drive it home yes. and what's in their bowl this morning what are you calling it this is we're gonna cereal martini i'm you know what i'm gonna turn over the show to you guys oh, take oh, it away and yeah do it we're gonna do it right now we're I'm gonna so excited. Oh, because, do it now. okay first yeah, thing do it right now first thing what's <laughs> in your nice bowl before we do the job welcome well, <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. It's going to take me a little bit to make it, but I'm going to tell you what's all in it. And then you can hear me kind of shaking it up. And then we'll we'll do a toast in a bit because I don't want to keep everybody on while I'm making my magic, so to speak. So I have decided that for the love of Fruity Pebbles, and you can do this with other cereals too. If you want to know, just let me know. I can come up with a recipe for you as well. But this morning, we're going to start with our Fruity Pebbles cereal i'm bringing you front and center there guys i'm so excited about this so i've got some fruity pebbles here i'm going to crunch them up i know that's probably sacrilegious but i'm just gonna do it don't be mad don't be mad okay and then i'm gonna take just a little bit of half and half you know because we got to do a little rim around 
and I've had to make a sort of little kitchen in Dee's um, office. So I've taken over her <laughs> office. So my apologies. Um, so we're going to keep that. Oh, let's put, um, I'll, I'll do that in a second. So I've got a little, um, I'm really excited about this king cake rum cream. Okay. Cause I wanted it to be a little bit celebratory for this morning. I've got a little bit of rum chata and I've got some pinnacle whipped vodka. This is not an ad. <laughs> Maybe it should be. <laughs> yeah. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a, a nice little collection of all of these um, delectable, creamy mixtures of stuff, <laughs> and um, I'm going to make a little martini about it. So let me work on that, and then I'll come back when Dee and I are ready to uh, do our little morning toast. Excellent. She's made, she's made this up. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is this it's is all me. Yeah, it's all me. Well, this is the part of the surviving adulthood. That's part, right. Right? Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. Now, I yeah. see, I, I went out last night. I need a little hair of the dog this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Keep it family friendly. All ages. It is. But, um, that's uh -huh. that's family uh -huh. friendly. All right. <laughs> Do that's you know what that what means? That's not, means? yeah, no, I know what it means. Okay. I, I, that's, but the word on the street is Debartee is not family friendly. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Neither is Cheryl. <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't either if you had five children. <laughs> exactly. Why do I you guess. think I have five children? <laughs> but can we just celebrate the fact that Cheryl is a guest and she has complete completely embraced the theme of this show with the onesie she did the homework she did everything that dbrt is completely uh opposed to i love it no I, for you well here's the thing john i have found out over the last few weeks that i have great organizational skills okay i can organize the heck out of some stuff some people I can get the right people into the right places. I just don't participate. So it's fine. <laughs> Let me tell you. So we did trivia night with my theater group and I know nothing about trivia. We did trivioke. And so you had to sing in between trivia. Yeah, it was really cool. What where was I? I didn't get yeah. an invitation. Well, next time you will. Okay. It's a, it was really far. It was a long drive. So I didn't figure you want to go. But anyway. Well, because I would kill that. So I organized the president of our theater group. I was like, hey, can you be on our team? Because I know you're really good at trivia. And he was like, sure. And then I called my friend Jennifer because she's a singer. And I'm like, hey, can you be on our team? Because you're really good at singing. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up winning. Brian and I just kind of sat there like, Good job, guys. We'll buy you drinks. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, so while Cheryl is preparing this martini, um, we'll uh, we'll we'll do some listener comments. And for those of you who are just joining us, wondering what the show is about, we are going to be talking about the Croft Brothers' infamous classic, Lidsville, and uh, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Now. Um, we have some viewer comments and Willow, <laughs> Dave Mattingly says, keep a lid on it, box tops. 
Get what he did? Keep the lid on it. Lid <laughs> fell. <laughs> yeah. And and Dave picked up my theme. Yes, magic spoon for a magic host. And since Lidsville has a huge magic influence, I thought this would be fun to do. So you guys know that I've been struggling to solve Rebus Cubes for a while. This is officially my new loot. So I, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to try with... I've almost got it solved. Almost. I'm almost there. We're going to just give it one more twist. Let's see what happens. That was not trick photography. That just happened. Well, you can say that. Boom! Wow. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. She's whispering. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Look, you can you can say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not the view I want. All right. So uh, Molly Daniels says, "Good morning. All we have is multi-grain Cheerios." So it's a cup of coffee and some Oreos for breakfast. I love that. <laughs> I love Oreos for breakfast. And will Oreo ce Oreo cereal? Hey, there is a, a Oreo cereal. Uh, Oreo O's. Yes. Uh, I, I call them uh, Goth Cheerios because they it, they tear the heck out of your mouth. <laughs> I love it. I love excellent it. martinis. Yeah, we could totally do that. Dave Mattingly says zoinks. In honor of Cheryl's Scooby-Doo onesie. I love this, that she got a Scooby-Doo onesie for our show this morning. You're hired, Cheryl. Um, Andrew Milden says, good morning. And Dave Mattingly says, trivia Oki. Trivia Oki. I love that. And Andrew Milden says, it's magic. And uh, ooh, Dave Mattingly says, Erno Rubik is flipping out right now. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, I hope that looked good. I'm, I'm, it did. Yeah, yeah it was. It, it was a good trip. Well, so, so I got, I got something else. I got something else for, um, for the group. So, Willow, uh -huh. I'm going to do this with you. Okay. Now, Everyone watching know that we did not set this up ahead of time. This is not in the pre-production notes. Willow has no idea that this is coming. So Willow, I've got my deck of Star Wars cards. We're going to do a card trick. I've got my deck of Star Wars cards sitting right here. Now, first thing, do you have what you would consider a lucky card? Not in particular. Do you have a one card that you like more than others? <laughs> maybe not maybe not lucky, but it just brings you joy. Like when sure. you see it, you're like, okay, what is it? The eight of hearts. The eight of hearts. Eight of hearts. So before we came on live. As, as a matter of fact, last night when I was preparing, I took one card and I turned it upside down and put it back into the deck of cards. 
Check this out. Oh, it's the box is tight. <laughs> I heard that. Oh no. Oh wait. Oh no. Oh no. This is not good. I I put the wrong deck of cards in the box. Oh no, this is not happening live, is it? Um I put Uno? <laughs> Yeah, I I Yeah, I I put the uh yeah, it's well, it's the discount Uno from the Dollar Tree. Um, but uh, this, 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 this is not good. Wait, so we got the Uno cards, but what did you say it was? The Eight of Hearts. The Eight of Hearts. There's one card in here from another deck that is face down, and it is the only one. How cool would it be? Oh, no way. If it was the Eight <laughs> of Hearts. <laughs> Pretty darn. That just happened. Boom. That's cool. <laughs> That's brand new. Brand new. That was my very first public performance. I love it. The Uno trick. I'm going to be doing that a lot today um, at uh, the Huntsville Comic-Con. Well, okay, so Drew Milden says it's not called Uno. It's called One. That's hilarious. Well, see, that's what you get when you buy Uno from the dollar store because Uno is Spanish for one. So anyway. It's the same game. Dave, you said get your mind out of the gutter, D. But <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Cheryl. She said it, not me. Oh Did my you goodness. see my lips moving? She said it. <laughs> All right. We have martinis, guys. You're Okay. So here we go. So we're going to put Cheryl and D in my spot. There we go. I like and this little, uh, the, the, the peep. Listen, if this, this gets guys, this is cereal, this is this is fruity pebbles around the room. <laughs> listen, Cheryl, if yeah. this gets Debarty to eat cereal on Saturday mornings, I'm you're my new you. hero. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we so, go. Ready? Here we go. Oh, oh god. <laughs> wow, that's good. Wow, that's strong. That's good. That's that's, that's really mm. good. All that's right. Well, while, while D is finishing wow. it, Bye -bye. while D is <laughs> while, See you later. while D is finishing it, remind us again, Cheryl, what is in it? We got fruity pebbles. What else? Yeah. So, um, I did a little. Um, yeah, yeah, a little strong. Um, so I rim the top of the martini glass with um with crushed fruity pebbles. So, um, I just did a little half and half on the top, which didn't work as well. But my favorite Dollar Tree did not have any strawberry syrup last night. So I was very upset about that. So, um, however, after I did that, um, I got a little bit, I actually did, um, let's see, a little ounce. I guess that's an ounce. Is that an ounce or is it two ounces? I don't know. You know, the, the, you the big one is two ounces. Okay. Thank you. You got to measure that stuff with your heart, you know? <laughs> um, so I used, um, mostly whipped vodka and then 
I did rum chata on the, oops, that one. <laughs> and then I brought in a little Gambino's King Cake Rum Cream. And then I topped it off with a little half and half. You can use whipping cream. You can use regular milk. You can use my favorite oat milk. But Dee told me not to drink that anymore because it has a lot of calories or something. Um, <laughs> tell her I did. Just looking out for you, right? <laughs> it had a lot of carbs. That's all I said. And then Which on top not, of that. It does not have more than, than all this alcohol. So yeah, it's fine. In, in honor of the upcoming Easter holiday i went to go get some peeps um to just add a little peep to the top little so, peep yeah little peep. little peep shook it up and uh you know added a little whipped cream on there and sprinkled the top with some more fruity pebbles so guys so this is go. this is really good it's kind of like throwing me off because it looks like cereal in a bowl because of like the milky <laughs> alcohol or whatever but then you drink it and it's like whoa definitely not milk definitely not milk it's really good though thanks i love it and um i love it i love it all right so drew milden just said okay okay johnny i will write your recommendation letter to hogwarts (laughs) that's funny and (laughs) dave mattingly says order your fruity pebbles martini at the granola bar (laughs) (laughs) at the cereal bar there, there is such a thing as cereal bars, and there is one in Nashville called One a Spoon Cereal Bar, and um, yeah, it's yeah, really it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. cool. And Andrew Milden loves Peeps. Debartee, are you a fan of Peeps? Absolutely not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Pepsi came out with a Peeps Pepsi. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, you know what? tried one in here. No, 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 no. Don't do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, here we wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Here we go. DBRT is gonna try a peep oh, infused with oh, the God. martini. Oh, uh, yeah. why did I do that? Oh. <laughs> I'm not mm, mm, mm. no, I warned her. I warned her. Oh, oh, oh it just yeah. gets God. It's just supposed to be pretty on the glass. That's it. <laughs> Oh, just have some martini. It'll help. Molly Daniels, Cheryl asks, what was after the rum chata? Let me show you. This is something I just found at the, um, at the liquor store, um, this week. Uh, it's called Joe Gambino's bakery king cake rum cream. Can you see that? that Does it come with a little baby inside? I don't hear it. it, It may still be growing. (laughs) Yeah. That's horrifying. What? <laughs> what? And, Girl, this and, is amazing. This is and, absolutely amazing. This well, is, listen, oh, if that's what it takes good. for you to eat cereal on Saturday morning on this show, bring it. I'm I'm like all about it. Drink on Saturday morning. <laughs> Next time we'll do cinnamon toast crunch martinis. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I love that idea. I love. I wish I drank because that sounds delicious. But anyway, Andrew Milden asks, "Will Peeps cereal?" And the answer to that is, there is a Peeps cereal. Oh, I almost cussed when you said that. So, you know what? I think <laughs> I know what we're doing next Saturday, <laughs> D. When when Drew no. is with us, you have you have a choice. You can either do. A, t- a live taste test of the peep cereal or 
French toast crunch with bacon and maple syrup. Hmm. Actually, it doesn't sound too bad. Oh, it's amazing. I don't like bacon in anything. Bacon. Oh, well, okay. So you, you get to decide, though. So is it actually like Peep's actual cereal? Is that like these little things in milk? I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never I'll have tried to it. see what what yeah, kind of horrible. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Actually, there is a, a, a new um, uh, confectionery store that opened up here in Winnipeg. Maybe I'll go check them out and see if they have any cereal there. That would be awesome, awesome. And um, Molly Daniels says, "I love chocolate martinis." Yeah, the cocoa so, pebbles. We can do cocoa, cocoa pebbles, pebbles or 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 the 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 new cocoa pebbles crunch martini. Mm. They've taken cocoa pebbles and they've they've made um a more substantial not flake but like a I don't know what you call it. Uh I hate the word nugget, but that's what mm. it is. Nugget. And and uh apparently it doesn't get soggy like mm. traditional cocoa pebbles. But it tastes the same. Anyway, okay. we'll, we'll we'll find that out. We're gonna have to bring Cheryl with us to our conventions so that she can make martinis for our, our live guests. I can do. Martinis. Oh, you know what? That's a that's a workshop. I'll be your celebrity bartender. No, I'm not a celebrity. Not yet. <laughs> Wait a minute, you guys. So, one of the ideas that I've had to pitch to conventions is a back of the cereal box pajama party. Yes. Late night pajama party. Uh, and this is perfect for late night pajama party. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is happening. This is happening. Johnny, yeah. I might have to take that idea and bring it up here. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You have full authority to, to pitch that to. Now, everyone in the audience, that is now trademarked. Copyrighted by Back of the Cereal Box, John Pike of Productions can only be used so it's with permission. Martini. Yes, so, I am so gonna run with that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So now, DBRT, we are actually still in our new loot section. So I, I showed some new magic. You guys tried a new cereal martini, and DBRT has something to show off. So I got the entire. Ghostbusters collection. <laughs> Ghostbusters pops. Yeah, sorry. To me, <laughs> I'm starting to feel the martinis. I'm so excited about this. I I got these and immediately like was texting John, going, "Look what I got!" And then look at little flowers. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm so excited about this. Melissa has introduced me to Pops, and oh my gosh, I just love it. For those, uh, she's talking about our uh, former co-host, Melissa Stetcher, and uh, Melissa collects Pops, and she got D obsessed with Pops. And She did, and it was so funny, because you know what? They have Jurassic Park Pops. They had the actual dinosaurs. I was like, I'm going to spend all of my money in this store because I want all of the dinosaurs. Oh my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't that day, but triceratops. <sighs> Maybe when Brian goes back for his baseball cards again. 
And they actually gave me one of them for free because I bought so many. Well, that's that's awesome. And there's a there's a store up here by me, D. Um, Dragonfly Comics and Collectibles. They specialize in pops. They've got pops from the floor to the ceiling, aisle after aisle. It's unreal. They're so hmm. cute. They had like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. They, I, I don't know. They just had so many that I, and Elsa. I was like, I oh, want no. all of these. Do you guys see what is happening? Do you see what is happening here? The the whole purpose of this show was to introduce audiences to fun, cool stuff to, you know, celebrate the, the youth, our youth and, and survive adulthood today. And when we started this show three years ago, Deberti was like, why are you having me on this show? I don't like any of that stuff. And um, and <laughs> the show I didn't has... even know what a Funko Pop was, guys. I, I know. No Join us. Be one of us. <laughs> we, we have literally fulfilled the purpose of this show through our co-host, Debarty. She has literally become the audience for this show. Do you... I got a tear. <laughs> Our little baby's grown up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so right. I, I'm Molly, I can Molly Daniel says Imaginarium, Johnny. What she is referring to is the back of the cereal box uh, pajama party at Imaginarium in Louisville, Kentucky. We will do it. And they will let me do it. So um, yeah, we're going to do it. We're, I'll I'll give you all the details later. Um, Willow, you have some new loot too. I do. This is funny. Reach into your box of cereal and pull out the prize. Uh, Show uh, us what's uh, inside. I will. <laughs> oh. Ooh. It Ooh, is, what is a this? vinyl print of Harley Quinn <gasps> on on a poster board kind of kind of idea this this so, is my favorite version of harley quinn by the way yeah uh i also got like there was it was it came two in a pack with with wonder woman uh the bombshell uh series <clears throat> i love these i love um went to uh one of my local well not really local you know, record store but it's it's a chain, but yeah, went to the record store and found these for half price. So I only paid like twelve dollars for this. Yeah. We'll, we'll drink to that. Thank you. Yes, so. I love that. Hold that up again. So this is my favorite version of Harley Quinn, the bombshell Harley Quinn, nineteen um, forties uh, diesel punk style. It's like my favorite mm -hmm. aesthetic. And you guys know Cheryl. You may not know. I cosplay as Harley Quinn from oh, time to time. And this is one that Amazing I'm wanting to do, but it's hard to find a bomber jacket with the uh, painting on the back in a size XL men. Hmm. So I'm just saying it, time, they don't make time a whole for you lot to make of one. Yeah. Well, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I, I, may I, have a, I may have a source. I may have a source. Well, let's, let's I'll talk. let you know. Yep. Let's talk. So, time to find yourself a, a tailor. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So Molly Daniel says D has been corrupted. It's no, totally. she's just been <laughs> led to the dark side. <laughs> corrupted. I like that word. Love or that. converted. 
Converted or corrupted? Hey, John, speaking yeah. of the dark side. So my son, for his birthday, he got I some... Saw. They, so he got lightsabers. They are so cool. They like, I mean, they're, they're like, <laughs> what? So this is so cute. Okay. So D sent me the video and, <laughs> and she's like, this is so cool. And it's, it's the, the Hasbro, uh, black series lightsabers that make the sounds when you move them and when you hit them, they go and they vibrate. <laughs> And and D and sends this. I know. And D sends this to me like this is a new thing. To her, it is to me. <laughs> I've never these, had a boy that wanted to. <laughs> these lightsabers have been out for like a decade or more. So again, welcome, <laughs> welcome to our world, D. D, you know, I am your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Is, he walks into every room like he likes the Darth Vader one and he has the mask right so he has the red oh, one and he walks into every room like this no. <laughs> little Kylo Ren <laughs> he's just like very quiet he'll just stand there now, did, you, did you tell him that his Uncle John is the Star Wars expert no, no. you should huh? You should come talk to him about yeah, it. Yeah, he won't be afraid of me anymore. <laughs> um, Dave uh, Dave uh, Milden says... Um, Mattingly. Dave Mattingly. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at Andrew Milden's <laughs> name, trying to post Dave Mattingly's comment. I'm going to steal the declaration of Dave Dependence because Andrew Milden said, Dave... You're a national treasure. No Nick Cage needed. Oh. And Dave is a national treasure because he is so funny when he posts things like this for you, D. Who you Funko call? Well, she obviously called me today. Actually... <laughs> we and no pops. <laughs> and who's a clever pop? Aww, and Andrew go. Milden, Drew says, "Welcome to Jurassic Pop." Whoop whoop! I want all of them. They are so ugly that they're cute. I mean, <laughs> they are like seriously ugly. Pops. I love that DBRT has an obsession for pops now. That's so fantastic. Bring me all the pops, Drew. I will see you next weekend. What you got? <laughs> Dave Mattingly also adds, I am not a national treasure. I'm more of a national consolation prize. Ooh, do not sell yourself short, Dave. You are a treasure. Ooh, and we love you so much. Get a little joke over here. And you know what? That is a good segue to do something that I completely forgot to do. You guys are not keeping me on task. I forgot to acknowledge our cereal box super friends, Eli Cash, Cindy Kep, Sharice Collins, Dave Maginelli, Dave Mattingly, right there he is, Greg and Crystal Jones, they help support this show and keep it on the air at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. You guys can uh, be a supporter too at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. The banner is running across the bottom of the show the entire time. And I also forgot to mention that our awesome theme song is 
performed by four uh, by the Murdering Crows, and their album Four Bad Crows is available from Amazon, iTunes, or Google, or anywhere you get music. Lean on me. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You you okay. made me all discombobulated. Indeed. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Yesterday I went to the King's Head Pub. Like three different alcohols. So yesterday I went to the King's Head Pub, and Johnny, if you ever make it to Winnipeg, we are going to investigate this place because this place is one of the most haunted places in Winnipeg. Uh, They have a Dr Pepper cocktail. It has cherry vodka, amaretto, and apparently, and it does taste like Dr Pepper. So Dr Pepper. Do you guys know this is prune juice? It's carbonated prune juice. I've heard that. Mixed with cola and root beer. So it's so good. So look, I just want to make sure everybody knows that I, I like trying different alcohols, but I'm not like a drunk or anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was with her on New Year's Eve this year. I'm See, and how much did I drink? A not lot. More than, yeah, not more than me. <laughs> not more I'm than sure. You. No, I can't handle it though. Like I'm already sitting over here, like, whoa. Well, yeah. So, so D, the first. I'm gonna get her some bread. <laughs> the first step of recovery is D. The first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Just admitting she's having fun, not having a problem. I know I talk about drinking a lot on this show. Oh my gosh. I really yes. don't drink a lot. I'm that way. Can you tell? I'm like, woo, off this one. Oh my gosh. So, people who are tuning in, this is their first episode ever watching because we're going to be talking about Lidsville. They're like, what is happening with these people on this show? Look, we're just getting together on a Saturday morning after the Friday night sleepover and having a good time talking about the fun of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And part of the fun of our youth is this. This is how we survive adulthood. (laughs) For me, it's buying toys and uh, acting silly at comic conventions. We like like toys too. (laughs) Let's talk about Lidsville. (laughs) So Lidsville is the Sid and Marty Croft classic TV show from what was it 1971 I believe yeah 1971 to 1973 and it starred Butch Patrick as Mark Billy Hayes as Weenie Genie and the great Charles Nelson Riley as Professor Professor Horatio Hoodoo that's easy for you to say first day was my new tongue Horatio Hoodoo And the whole plot of this story is that Mark is at a magic show, which, by the way, was filmed live at Six Flags over Texas. And the magician on stage is putting stuff in a hat and it's vanishing. And he sneaks backstage to find out what the secret is. And he, the the hat, when he touches it, it grows into this giant hat and he climbs up on the brim and he falls into the hat and um he falls down down deep below to lidsville where the entire population are these anthropomorphic hats these hats that come alive 
and the whole realm is ruled over by Horatio Hoodoo and his uh, his genie, Weenie Genie, <clears throat> played by Horatio or played by Billy Hayes. D likes it when I say Weenie Genie. <laughs> Now, here's here's what's... no more peeps for you. I, I don't think it's the peeps. <laughs> now, here's here's the thing about this. No, um, you got, you're killing me, John. You're killing me. Oh God. Weenie genie. <laughs> oh, it's not just that. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Keep it together, Dee. I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, this is the last time Dee's having alcohol on the show. Um, <laughs> it's not so, so all these hats are alive. And Dee, you said yeah. that Witchy Poo from HR Puff and stuff freaked you out. Yeah. Yes. The the idea of living hats coming to life and like I, I don't know it. No. As somebody who wears hats all the time, this freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, and I could you, see that the freaking hat growing in the middle of the floor was kind of like, what is happening? Well, so here's what's funny about this is this show. I, I have to admit something. I don't remember actually remember watching an episode of Lidsville as a kid. I I don't remember. I remember seeing the intro. I remember seeing Mark get up on the hat and fall in. And I remember watching the opening credits with him falling, 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 and the seeing the things as he falls through the hats. I remember the genie, but I don't remember watching this episode, this show at all. But really? here's what I do remember: I was so I was so captivated by the idea of the magic hat. That and I remember this distinctly that I watched that opening sequence and I had a, a bowl. You know, my, my mom came in and she said she saw that it was about magic and she said, Oh, do you want some tricks? And I thought she said, meant magic tricks. I'm like, Yes, I do. And but she brought me a bowl of twit or t uh, tricks, tricks. <laughs> That's no, I heard what you said. <laughs> not Twix, tricks, trick cereal. That's so, not what you said. <laughs> so I remember, I remember eating trick cereal and seeing the magic hat and the magic show at the beginning of this. But that's all I remember of this show until this week watching it. And if you guys thought HR Puffin stuff was trippy. Theme song for this show didn't really even make sense to me. Like, I don't even I don't know. remember the theme song. HR Puffin stuff, I can still sing 40 years later. HR Puffin stuff, who's your friend when things get rough? Lidsville, I don't remember. And here's what's that's so because funny. It, it's catchy in its tune, but the words just don't make sense. You know what I like about these shows from this time is what? that the theme song. Gives you like a short synopsis of this show. Did I say that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of in La La Land right now. But um, you're it, in Lidsville. 
<laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. She went down the hat. I went down the hat. Um, hatch. So the... Y- it went down the hatch. Oh, okay. I yeah. got it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it gives you like a, a short synopsis of the show. And like you kind of know, kind of know what's going on whenever it comes on. It gives it all away, it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, it tells you what the story is going to be about. And I, I do yeah. kind of like that. Now, D, um, here's something funny you may not realize. Weenie Genie. Weenie Genie is played by Billy Hayes, who was the same actress who played Witchy Poo. Why? On Why? HR Puff and oh, stuff. Wow. And she did double duty on Lidsville because Witchy Poo made a cameo appearance and did this whole musical song and dance number with Horatio Hoodoo. And I love this. Billy Hayes and Charles Nelson Riley totally, totally stole the show on this on this thing. You know, people remember <laughs> people remember Butch Patrick from playing Eddie Munster, and um, oh, yeah. they they remember that he was on this show. But really, when people talk about this show, they talk about. Jeannie Weenie, Billy Hayes, and Horatio Hoodoo, Charles wow. Nelson Riley. And their character acting was phenomenal. They they really did make this show. So I do hey. have to hand it to the costume uh, department for those shows, though. Like it definitely like if as a cosplayer, it's like, oh, that's a neat outfit. <laughs> I do love how everything was like a real set that they built real sets. And, you know, I love that. Well, see, because D in 1971, I know there was this, no such John. thing as CGI. I know this, John, but I actually love that's probably the reason why I love Wizard of Oz. I love the actual sets that, that they build mm-hmm. real sets. Now you you brought up something in our text discussion, our chat uh, this week that this show to you seemed very familiar or inspired by Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland. So look at this, Eli Cash is calling me. <laughs> he knows I'm doing a show right now. Hold on, hold on, Eli. You're on the air on back of the cereal box. Oh, what? What? <laughs> yeah, you, I'm sorry. I, uh, do do you up. know that? You, see, do you remember that I do a, a live podcast every Saturday morning at eight? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Am I interrupting? I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will be there to pick you up between 930 and 10. Okay, I'm just letting you know the power's down here, and if you've been trying to contact me, I am sorry. I have not, so don't worry about it. I'll pick you up at between 9.30 and 10. All right, man, I appreciate it. All right, say hello Eli, to the audience. You are awesome. Eli! You're a very psychopath, Eli. All right, bye. You gotta be careful with him. You don't know what he's gonna say live. <laughs> no, I don't. That's why. That's why we don't bring him on the show live. He keeps asking, and I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. Love you, but no. Um, 
so anyway, yes, very heavily influenced by Wizard of Oz, I think, and and that whole fantasy, childhood fantasy uh, genre. And I do love that, you know, all of the, the hats are puppets. And the, so these puppets didn't bother you? Some of them did. Like the, the little guy in, in the far right here, he, he, she, whatever it is. The cowboy hat? He just needs a good wax job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of bothered me. The rest of them don't. It's more when they try to look real that it, I don't know. Most yeah. of them didn't. I, I don't. I yeah. mean, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. The cowboy hat bugged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all bugged me. <laughs> they, they, they all kind of creep me out. Now, I will tell you that as a kid, I wanted nothing more than to have Horatio Hoodoo's flying saucer top hat. You know, he he flew around in the top hat with the the joystick controller. That was awesome. That's what I, I want. That they need to make a, a, a an action figure, an accessory playset with with that. That would be actually pretty cool. So we do have some trivia on this. So Willow, uh, I'll start, and this this is funny. Um, wait, what? What? What did I miss? Huh? She has no poker face whatsoever. No. Zero. Zero. I, I don't know what's going on. All right, we're, so we're making perverted jokes over here. Okay, show. well, stop it. This is an all ages show, D. The role, she did it. I'm just laughing. The role, the role of Weenie Genie was originally slated to be played by pint-sized actor Billy Barty, as production near. Barty became ill and was unable to appear, so the creators asked Billy Hayes to take the part. Dee, you probably don't know who Billy Barty is, do you? I don't, but I'm like totally freaking out right now because everybody calls me Barty, and I'm like, no, my name is Barty. Like, Barty all the time. And so when you said Barty, I kind of went... Bill, well, Billy Barty was a dwarf actor. He, he actually played... Um, one of the characters in the uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe movie. But mm. he was famous in the 70s. He appeared as a, as a, like a, you know, a dwarf wizard or evil dwarf or, you know, and, and Cheryl, you'll remember, he, he, he had that weird, one eye was bigger like Mad-Eye Moody and the other one was squinted up. He was kind of like Popeye, <laughs> but he was a dwarf. And um, he, great actor though phenomenal character actor and uh beloved by everyone and um he was gonna play weenie genie but because he got sick billy hayes got the role and because she did such a phenomenal job as witchy poo it was just a natural choice so next piece of trivia willow Charles Nelson Riley reportedly hated working on the show and was dismayed later in life when most people who met him would only remember him for the show. Which is so funny to me because he was brilliant. This, the reason people remember him for this show is because it was his best work. It was his absolute best work. And, you know, that's sad that, you know, being remembered for your best work 
like makes you not happy. Yeah. That, well, I mean, that's kind of like uh, most of the Star Wars character uh, actors, where they, they've done other things, but a lot of people just remember them for their Star Wars roles. Yeah, and w- which I think uh, kind of turned off several other actors that came on to play Star Wars characters later on. They didn't want to be known as just their Star Wars character. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but at the same time, you know, anyway. I mean, I, look, I go through a similar thing because, you know, for 20 years I played a, a magic character, Big Daddy Cool, and I've been trying to get away from that, but still, people, that's all they remember me for. That's all they know me for. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm doing something else now. So I get it, but anyway. That's um, what I met you as. I still call you that. I know. I Well, it, there might be room for some, I don't know. Anyway, so dialogue from this show can be heard in the Marilyn Manson song, Dope Hat. Hmm. That horrifies me. Interesting. I don't listen to Marilyn Manson's music. Neither do I. Neither do I. Do you, D? Um, periodically. <laughs> but I listen to everything. So there's like nothing I don't listen to. All right. All right. I'm still active, though. Cheryl's like, I'm out. Good to go. I already mentioned that the opening sequence with the magic show was filmed at Six Flags Over Texas. And Charles Nelson Riley, who played uh, Horatio Hoodoo, also played the magician in that opening sequence. And his name was revealed by the signs to be Merlot the Magician. (laughs) Not Merlot, D. (laughs) Merlot. Wine, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Willow, what about some of the costume characters? Uh, I'm hoping I'm saying this right. Hermione's midgets, uh-huh. okay. Also, played several of the costume characters. So, her listen, that that was what they were called. We are not being politically incorrect, that was the name of their troop. Hermione's midgets. Um, that was an acceptable term in the seventies, and um, apparently, they they appeared in uh, other films, and you know they were like contract uh, ensemble players. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and uh, as I already mentioned, the part of Mark was played by Butch Patrick, who also played Eddie Munster in the Munsters, and. Willow, what about merchandise on this show? Uh, the show wasn't as heavily merchandised as earlier, and later Sid and Marty Croft Productions tie-ins included Halloween costumes, Hoodoo, Weenie, and Evil Hat Mr. Big, a lunchbox, a comic book series, a magic slate, and a coloring, a coloring activity book. I'm reading some of the comments, D. Uh-oh. Yeah, so so very little merchandise was produced for this show. And what's amazing to me is H.R. Puffin stuff was merchandised to the max. And when we were preparing for this show, I talked to people all of the time who remember Lidsville, but they don't remember H.R. Puffin stuff or some of the other Croft Brothers shows. And, you know, I was like, Lidsville? What is Lidsville? Because I, I don't remember watching this show as a kid. But... Apparently, this was 
the longest running Croft superstar show, but the least merchandised. They did not make toys and apparel the way they did for others. And there were never any action figures made. And I think that that's a real shame because Weenie Genie and Horatio Hoodoo are like begging to be turned into action figures. I agree. Now, the flying if the flying hat would be an awesome like little little toy car thing that would that would roll across tables. Yes, hmm. yes, a McDonald's it, uh, toy or so, or a Burger King toy that would be awesome. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> it would. Oh my gosh, there's so many great comments there. So I'm going to try to get through them. Um, so we have uh, Teresa Lot Cats joining us. I watched Lidsville every Saturday. And <laughs> Molly Daniel says, as an adult, you have to be drinking martinis oh, in, no. one, in order to watch Lidsville. <laughs> so, D, now that you are all warm and tingly inside from the martini, you can go watch this with whole different light. Well, You'll probably enjoy it far more. You're probably right. I'll probably laugh my way through it. I doubt it. No, <laughs> she was like, "Don't do it, girl. Maybe after, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe after one more, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Then you can sleep through it." Well, the <laughs> issue is, I was like, "What? What is in this thing? Why am I getting hot? Oh, vodka makes me hot, which makes." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there's vodka. Wait, I, I thought it was tequila. No, nope, never mind. I'm not going to sing that song. <laughs> no, vodka does it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Attention. Attention, men of Nerdy Graw. <laughs> Don't drink Teresa Lotcat. in a can. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Lotcat also says the John Wayne cowboy hat was the best. See, that one creeps me out. I, I, I'm like, I, I, I can't get into it. But Dave Maddenley does say, John and I growing up with Lidsville partly explains our personality quirks. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, Twix hadn't been invented yet. I, I knew that. So, D, uh -huh. Dave Mattingly says, Dr. Shrinker has a much catchier theme song. We're going to be talking about Dr. Shrinker in two weeks. Because we're going to do an episode on the Sid and Marty Croft Saturday Super Show which included Dr. Shrinker. And, okay. <laughs> and it also included the Bugaloos, which was as trippy as Lidsville. And, oh, there's a comment coming for you, D. I can't. I can't to say anything. And, and, <clears throat> and Andrew Milden says about Billy Barty playing Weenie Genie, a pint-sized weenie? Oh, my Genie. God. Oh no! And you're upset with our comments? <laughs> you guys are killing me! Killing me! A pint-sized weenie genie. You're gonna have to re-rate this show and just let me be me, John. <laughs> We're gonna have to be time. on later. Dave says, "Barty all the time, Barty all the time, Barty all the time." Our girl wants to party all the time. Party. He just substituted. <laughs> D, you looked confused by that. I, I am. Yeah. Right. But that's okay. 
She's young. I like it. I get it. I'm old. Yeah, yeah. No, um, and and Andrew Milden piling on. You gotta fight for the right to party. <laughs> like it. You sing that for me next, this weekend, Drew. <laughs> Billy Barty was one of my favorite actors. I loved him, says <laughs> Teresa Lott Katz. Yes, he was fantastic. And um, oh, Molly Daniels, speaking about Charles Nelson Riley, loved him on the match game. See, Charles Nelson Riley was most commonly remembered for being a celebrity on celebrity game shows. And he was on Match Game. He was also on Joker's Wild. Um, he was a, a a judge on The Gong Show. He just, but his best work was Horatio Hoodoo. Did you say The Gong Show? The Gong Show. Gong Show. D, have you ever seen The Gong Show? She's too young. Oh my God, D. Oh, no, it's hurting my feelings. You you need to go what? watch The Gong Show. Someone doesn't have the Game Show Network. <laughs> Me. <laughs> You, just to watch Mean Gene, the Dancing Machine, <laughs> and the Unknown Comic. <gasps> you know what? After that's what all I want to do after this is go watch the Gong Show now. But do you, you guys not have a, a a channel on your uh, on your cable that shows game show old game shows? We probably do, but she has five kids. I, mean, <laughs> I got five kids. My kids don't want to listen. They would love to watch the Gong Show. <laughs> gong. Yeah. So right, D here the Gong Show was basically um Star Search, American Idol, America's Got Talent before those were a thing. Except when most of the acts were really, really, really bad. Really? Okay. Horrifically bad. And they instead of getting the buzzer, they would get the gong. Gong and the celebrities would just jump up and run over to the gong and bang the gong. But there okay. were some, yeah, but there were some regulars on the show Mean Gene, the Dancing Machine, and uh, the Unknown Comic. And there was a, 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 a dog act that was a regular. Unbelievable show. You need to watch The Gong Show. Okay. Host, hosted by Chuck Barris. And Chuck Barris was like this super cool, like lounge lizard kind of guy. But he claimed to be a secret agent for the secret service for the FBI. And that he was uh, placed in Hollywood to spy on the Hollywood communists. True story. It's in his autobiography. Anyway. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And Molly Daniels said, we tune into the Gong Show just to see the unknown comic. And to see if he would show up. The unknown comic wore a paper bag over yep. his head yep. with only two eye holes. Okay. I remember Very that. funny. So oh my gosh. It's so many memories coming back right yes. now. Seriously. Did anybody Seriously. ever know who it was? Was it the same I, person every day? I, I don't know. It's the unknown comic, so we couldn't know who it was. <laughs> I bet you way. could Google it. I bet it would tell you now. Google. <laughs> <laughs> The all-knowing Google. Mm-hmm. Molly Daniels said, I did not know that about Chuck Barris. Yeah, you need to read his autobiography. I think they made a movie about it, actually, Molly. Yeah, but 
Was there any truth behind that, or was that just something that he made up? Just nobody knows. Nobody knows. The same thing was suspected of Hogan's hero actor, uh, Bob Crane. He played Captain Hogan in Hogan's Heroes. Hmm. He never he never said that he was, but it was always suspected that he was a plant by the federal government to spy on communist activities in Hollywood. Well, wasn't there a rumor going around saying that uh, Mr. Rogers was like a, a, a Navy or a, or a sniper or yeah. something like yeah. that? Yeah. Leave Mr. That Rogers was, alone. Yeah, that was that was debunked though uh, with his wife in one of the the specials on him. Yeah, that was very interesting. I never heard that rumor. Yeah, never heard that conspiracy human. theory. I know he's the best. And Molly Daniel says off talk off topic, but as a magician, what is your opinion about the secrets of the mass magician? I have a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, in short, I don't care. <gasps> okay. Uh, Johnny, you're going to have to block that comment or yeah. Oh yeah. That's from our Twitch, from your Twitch. And I don't think that. I don't, I don't know how to block that. I don't. From Twitch. That's so weird that that wouldn't. I'll answer it. It's me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't see a way to block that. Yeah. I I don't see an option either, but yeah. Um. That's something that uh, we're going to have to figure out with uh, um, StreamYard. We, we've, <clears throat> not, we've not really had problem with Twitch users. Usually it's from uh, YouTube. Oh, look. They said thank you, D. Yeah, they did. <laughs> You're welcome. D. What has what? happened this morning? She's <laughs> this is what's happened. It's not my fault. No, it is your fault, Cheryl. Well, Johnny, you have to go and pick I up do. Eli. I do. <laughs> so um, let's let's go ahead and close out because we we we're at that point. What do you, final thoughts on Lidsville? D go. Um, no. <laughs> Jordan Simmel. I I I. Um, final thoughts. Okay, here are my thoughts. Uh, I think for the time that it was cool, would I watch it down? No, but it kind of scares me, and that's because I'm a big weenie. And I, well, I get you weenie the genie, though. I, I, all the prosthetics and the puppets, and I just don't like all of that. So, give me something else. Willow, final thoughts on Lidsville? Um, yeah, if you're going to go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> um, make sure that you have something to, you know, help you along the way with it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it definitely is trippy. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I can't say what is better. Like, it, there's definitely been some childhood shows that my time that were just as bad. Well, I don't want to say the- it was bad. It was really well written. It was really, I like, I, I, I don't know. All I like star cast. Yeah. So I don't want to say it was bad. It's just me personally. And my weird thing with puppets. Like I just can't, I can't with puppets. I'm well, not- as, as we go further into the Sid and Marty Croft world over the next couple of weeks, you're going to see this progression of quality and a move away from the puppetry. Okay, and, I look forward um, to it. <laughs> yeah, you. 
I think I think D, you're gonna really dig the Bugaloos. Okay. Yeah, lots of fun. But anyway, um, Cheryl, your final thoughts on Lidsville? Lidsville. I think it's the source to all my adult problems and the reason for my ongoing counseling. <laughs> Why she has learned to make cereal martini. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, and so Teresa Lot Katz brings up something that we uh, reported last week when we were talking about H&R Puff and stuff, that the Croft brothers swear they never did cannabis or psychedelics. I think that's a lie. Right. Lie. Mm-hmm. Because what they created on screen could not have come from a sober person. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So and the um, Star Wars Christmas uh, special wasn't done because of cocaine. Wait, what? <laughs> we're, we're, that's another show. That's another show. We're going to talk about that another time. But um, anyway, anyway, so we did not get to all of the comments. I apologize, but um, for. In in my final thoughts on Lidsville, um, I think it is an important piece of Saturday morning pop culture. It is definitely an essential. That's why we're covering it as part of Saturday Morning 101. Um, does it hold up? Parts of it. The performances by Billy Hayes and Charles Nelson Riley definitely hold up. And D, you can probably see why Butch Patrick who played Eddie Munster on the Munsters went from, you know, being a, you know, a child star to, he was a teen idol by the time that this show came out and he was on, yeah, he was on the cover of teen magazines and, you know, um, you know, look at that hair, the hair, he was buff, you know, he was, he was a cool guy. And by the way, he lives here in Nashville and I tried to get him on this morning and it's too early. Anyway, I feel that. Uh, yeah, but she's I love to come here and have cereal martinis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After he sees the show, he's gonna be like, "Why didn't I say yes?" Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's not how he talks. But anyway, uh, we're gonna try to get Butch Patrick on the show in the next couple of weeks or months, and because um, he does live here, and uh, we're gonna see what we can do. But check out Lidsville. Just remember that it was a product of its time and enjoy it for that and have fun with it. Nevertheless. Now, before we leave, I got to remind got donuts <laughs> from the best donut shop ever. Who brought donuts? Brian. He just brought in donuts. Handed them to Cheryl. What kind of donuts? Open that know. bad boy up. Let's, let's see what you got here. Let's make him a martini. Oh yeah. The best. Oh, just the glazed. Okay. Oh, but they're they're the classic. The, yeah. That's the best. They That's, are the oh best my donuts. Gosh. John, I'm gonna have to bring you some fairview donuts. Okay. I love I love donuts. Well, yes, I've had they them. Are amazing. I've had them. Wow. Well, One of our uh, when we did uh, Smokey's yeah. toys and collectibles, they oh, brought us fairview nice. donuts. Yeah, they, they're good. Good stuff. Amazing. Good stuff. Amazing. So as we leave, I need to remind everyone that <laughs> D and I, along with Andrew Milden, this next Saturday. We'll be live at um, Nerdy Gras. We'll, uh, we'll have to talk about um, what we're going to do for the Saturday I'm morning gonna have show. To, I'm going to have to live vicariously through you guys. And yeah. uh, I'll, I'll run things in, in the studio. 
Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that this week. But uh, this is what we're talking about at Nerdy Grog. How nerdy are you, Cher? Do you love gaming, costumes, and cosplay? Grab some pizza and come party with us at Nerdy Grog, a three-day carnival celebration of all things geek. Join the crew for music, entertainment, gaming, cosplay, and celebrity guests, including DC Douglas, Steve Jackson, Mark Neer, and Jessica Nova. Friday, March 10th through Sunday, March 12th, at the Atlanta Marriott Northeast at Century Center. Visit NerdyGraw.org for more information. Join the crew at Nerdy Graw, Share. Go to room at the hotel for a party that's going to last the whole weekend. Appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And um, D will be there. I'll yeah. bring the king cake. Yeah. Yeah. King cake. Rum, rum cream, whatever this is. Well, D, you're going to be happy because uh, Hillbilly is going to be with us again live on on our Saturday show there. He's my so, whiskey supplier. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. So it's going to be me, Hillbilly, and Drew with D. It, it's going to be chaos. It it's going to wow. be out of control. Wow. You guys need to, if you're in the Atlanta area, come see us live. It's going to be a lot of fun. With that, everybody make sure you follow DBRT on all of the socials at DBRT Photo. Cheryl, where can people follow, find, and support you? CherylMorganOfficial.com. Com. And follow Willow Skyler at Willow Skyler on all of the socials, including TikTok. You can see her political rants. It's pretty <laughs> epic. Um, and follow me at johnpica.com, and you can click the social media platform of your choice from there. And uh, with that, we're going to wrap it up. And thank you all for joining us in the audience. Um, if you like the show, continue to comment, share it, like it, whatever platform you're watching on, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And more importantly, if you love the show, please consider becoming a supporter and um, you know, becoming a contributor at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. If you hate the show, contribute even more generously so that we can improve just for you. And until the next time, tell two, 300 of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. Love you, mean it. And we'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. Bye. Oh, that was a lot of fun.